lowering the level here hey guys welcome to another edition of Broish, the end of the regular season for notre dame football two brothers talking notre dame football i'm your host mannix with my brother clutch clutch and we're we're we, we need to set the premise that this is post game saturday is, night uh 11 p.m eastern standard time very late, very late in the evening, so I'm not going to get we, loud. Can we get a can we get a fart fart uh, sound effect? I don't, I don't think that's going to work. Nothing's working as far as playing uh, audio playing back media. Yeah, um, I'll try. Here, I'll just do my own I, then. Oh, yep. There you go. That summed it up. Um, Sam Hartman. Uh, he he did not uh, start off well. Um, to say the least, right? Clutch. I mean, he. I mean, throwing off his back foot, he threw uh, into double coverage that first. That uh, the, well, actually, I'm sorry. Let's let's back up. Yeah. Let's talk about the nice scramble he had to pick up mm. what, what was it, 25 yards? Yep. And um, and this, and instead of running out of bounds, which is safe, or sliding, know, or, or sliding, or doing whatever. I mean, running out of bounds would be the easiest. But he decided he was going to cut in and try to gain some more yards, and uh, he fumbled, and we lost the ball. So I um, do have to admit he did have both hands on that ball, but when he, uh, you know, he works out with girly weights or something because the guy just reached over and ripped it right out of his hands. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, if you watched the Detroit Lions game where uh, Jared Goff fumbled and he was holding the ball out. The dude actually just barely touched the football. It wasn't that bad, but um, you know, still a fumble nonetheless, and uh, we lost points. But they uh, they they drew actually a field goal, right or no? Yeah, I believe so. Field goal, yeah. They were a field yeah. they were a field goal team. They had uh, two touchdowns and two field goals. I think. Is that right? So yeah, initially, um, Stanford was uh, playing pretty tough and uh, and keeping the score tight. I mean. They would score, Notre Dame scored, go back and forth a little bit, and uh, and finally Notre Dame just kind of took off. Um, but getting back to Hartman, I mean, talk about that pass that he threw into double coverage. Again, off his back foot. I mean, I'm not a quarterback's coach. So, I mean, Clutch, why do you think throwing off the back foot is, is ridiculous? Because you've done too many, you've wadded paper up too much and like done fadeaways in the classroom to the trash can. That's the only thing I can think of. What do you do when you do the trash can? You don't drill it. You do this. Right. Ooh. Right. And that's what that's exactly what he's doing every time. It's like, like he's so playing Thanksgiving a, football out there with his his brother or something. Jump ball. It's a jump ball situation. Yeah. You know, you just kind of just it's almost like a mini Hail, Hail Mary. Right. Mm hmm. A mini right. Hail Mary. Just, you know, and then it's just especially when it's a little bit more difficult, though, when you have two defenders. So it's two against one. Um. And you put you put the receiver in, and I mean, unless it's like some superstar receiver, like today when I was watching the uh, Michigan game and uh, Ohio State's uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., um, that dude could go up in double coverage and grab the ball. But I mean, I mean, he's a playmaker, so I don't know. Um, you know, I'm kind of kind of glad he's gone. You know, I mean, hopefully, who knows if he's going to play in the bowl game? You know, he might just kind of try to get ready for the draft, which I don't understand why he would, because uh -uh. I don't think he's going to get drafted. He might, he might get on the team. He might get on the team. He does have nice hair. So that he will get on the Johnson and Johnson team for head and shoulders. Yeah. I That's mean, about the extent of who, who knows? He, he may get on a team though. And, uh, you would be surprised to see Sam Hartman. I don't know. And then watch him go off. No, it won't happen. He's I don't think he's that good. He's poor decision making. Actually his his football IQ, I think I texted this to you, has come down like slightly every mm -hmm. single game. And uh and then you just kind of just question like why 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 why? 
Like the double covers for a Y. I, I, whatever. Well, I, you know, I thought about this about the game in the beginning of the game. Is it possible that when he got uh, recruited by Wake Forest, either someone on that team, whether it was a coach or the quarterback's coach or offensive coordinator, saw that they had a problem with him? He was a right. good, solid quarterback, but maybe couldn't make that throw. So that's why they devised that whole offensive scheme. What was it called? I forget. They had a, they have a special name for that wake forest offense they ran and i'm wondering yeah, if they I ran it just to keep it safe with him well and here and think about this the acc is not very tough i mean besides like uh clemson who obviously came you know they weren't that i mean they're pretty good probably three four years ago and they've slightly have been coming down since then you got miami who's kind of on and off or whatever name another acc team that you know would be difficult now, take a look at Notre Dame's schedule, or at least record against um, uh, ACC opponents. They had they had a, like a winning streak of thirty some games. So I mean, against ACC opponents. So having a team like Wake Forest and Sam Hartman and and doing what he did against ACC opponents, I don't know. It's not far fetched. I mean, it's it's not a surprise that he, you know, is like the leading touchdown, you know thrower or whatever for the ACC. It's just, you know, I mean, the competition was, I don't think the competition was that great. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, you know, and, and again, he's jumping to another offense this year. Um, a lot of people said that he's not very familiar, still not very familiar with the offense, which I don't get. Um, did you hear that as well? I, I swear to God, I heard that in the last couple of weeks that Hartman was still trying to learn the system. And, um, which is crazy. I mean, I mean, but again, you know, you know, you're, you know, you know what Brady Quinn would have said. He goes, dude, Charlie Weiss came out of the Patriots and handed me the playbook and I had right. to freaking learn it. So suck it up, buttercup. That's what, that's what <laughs> Quinn would have told him. So it's true. So I don't know. But maybe we just need a new uh, offensive coordinator. Um, Gerald Parker. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just. No, this is weird though because so we were watching the the entire game and obviously um, Audric Estime was going off and he had what over 140 some yards the first half and he started off with a 60 yard uh, drive or whatever the beginning the uh, there he is Audric uh, starting the second half so um, he was he was well over 200 and he was probably what with with a few minutes left or maybe. Five or six minutes left. He was in the third quarter. He was still about like thirty some yards, thirty five some yards away from the all time uh, rushing record for a game at Notre Dame. Yep, um, which is impressive to say the least. There's so many running backs throughout Notre Dame history, uh, and I think the record holder was what? Who was the? Uh, it was uh, Julius Jones. Julius had, Jones. Yeah, yeah, two hundred sixty two against. I believe Pittsburgh. Or Pittsburgh, yep. yeah, Pittsburgh uh, in, in two thousand three yeah. or Boston. Yep. No, no, it was Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh. Yep, and um, and he was also nearing, which I I don't even know where he. Was. I think he was over eleven hundred yards or whatever for the season. I think the record was like fourteen hundred. You actually called it clutch and said um, Vargas Ferguson, right? Mm-hmm. So um, old school. He, yeah, I think he had like uh four. No, uh, 1479 was his uh, record for a season. So I don't think it got close to there. I think what it, what was the ending uh, rush total for Audric? Was it like uh, ending rush total was 238. So he was he was fourth. literally less than 30 yards away. He and was, if Hartman wouldn't have thrown that, yeah. that bomb to Faison, uh, and yeah. they would have just ran the ball a few times, I think he would have had the well, record easily. Because he had what, six, almost 60 yards at the drive before. What drives me crazy, though, Clutch, is the fact that, like, you bring a peanut butter and jelly in to replace Hartman, and the first play is that you try to throw a pass, and he makes a mistake and throws an interception. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Why, like, why, why aren't we trying just running the ball? I mean, A, like, isn't there a dude on the sideline that's, Telling you know somebody that hey you know Audric's pretty close, um, put him back in the series. He only needs about thirty five yards. He'll get that, you know, in, in two series and then be done. And we can we can put him on the sideline. 
Right. And they could have, and he could, and it would have been a fourth quarter and they could have put anyone in. Um, right. But no one was paying attention, I guess. And they decided, Hey, just going to th- throw the ball on my, on my first play of the game uh, as a backup quarterback. And I throw an interception. So, uh, and, right. and, and you said it was uh, PB and J's first interception of the year. Poor guy. Yeah. So, yeah. And then they, and then the next series he came in, he just, they just ran the ball out of it. I think uh, it was mostly uh pain run of the ball. I think. Right. And I thought maybe they'd come down and score there at the end. I don't know if you were watching that, but they got down about the 20 yard line and then the time was up. So they took a knee and I was like, I wanted them to break 60 so bad, but yeah, you know, and that might be Audric's last game. Um, I don't think he's probably going to play in the bowl game. If he's going to go, if you're at least he's going to try to see, you know, where his status is in the NFL draft. So, um, right. Yeah. I, again, you, you had mentioned last week that there was a t- uh, tweet out there that said something about, you know, the fact that he can make more money uh, in NIL coming back for his senior year than he could as rookie year for, um, you know, for the NFL. I'm, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. What's, what's the, what do you think he is? A top 15 pick clutch? I don't know. Is he top 20? Uh, from Notre Dame? 20? Probably not. Uh, he'll drop, no, he'll drop, he'll drop far, he, I think. So what do you think is going to be? I, I would say somewhere around second round, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah, but who knows? I, I mean, that. again, somebody's going to look at Audric Estime and think a lot of people have already said it. Jerome Bettis, like a workhorse mm. running back, like you that they always say this generational. Is it generational? Is he is he one of you know? No, I probably not. I would say generational is like crazy good, and I don't think he's crazy good, but he's a he's definitely, you know a damn big core or sorry running back and uh and 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 uh and it can grind those legs now they said here um multiple times he just has a knack of squaring his shoulders and just mm-hmm. keep he keeps pushing like a bulldozer so right uh, uh yeah he'll get, i think second round he'll get picked up by somebody running backs are hard now because they you know hard to come by in terms of uh well i shouldn't say hard to come by Running backs in the NFL right now are um, not the hot commodity like they were back in the day. It's it's all about throwing the ball and slinging the ball. So it's wide receivers, tight ends, high pri- you know high end tight ends like Michael Mayer. Um, and I think that somebody will pick him up, but I think he'll be a grinder, kind of like Montgomery from the Lions, how he was with the Bears as well. The only difference is, though, I think estimates a little bit better about seeing a hole. Instead, like Montgomery, although he's doing great with the Lions, I remember him with the Bears. He would run into a blockade of players and just run straight into him and not care because that's what the play was. He wouldn't try to. Oh my gosh, I see an opening off to the right or left. Right. So I've never been a fan of Montgomery, but he seems to be panning out a little bit in Detroit. Um, so I think estimate will be similar grinder up the middle. And then when he does get a hole, I think he's going to have, he's going to have a better knack because of the squaring up that we heard a lot about tonight and that he'll be able to, you know, be a little bit more productive than like Montgomery was is right now. So, right. I mean, and you mentioned that it's a good point is that these guys for the pack, 12 network, or whatever, there are some pretty quality guys, They're actually pretty fun, you know, listening to them. One of the guys, I think it was the color analyst, was a, you said it was an old time uh, Notre Dame graduate. Robinson. And the other guy was this. pretty good. Yeah. Regardless of like, um, you know, enthusiasm, sometimes they weren't the greatest or whatever, but like as far as like kind of balance mm-hmm. and, you know, and not jocking some one end, you know, just one team or whatever. Um, so I thought it was, it was good. Uh, but they, they mentioned this squaring up that Audric was doing. And if you notice that, like on on the snap, before before he even handed the ball, he does like a little back step jump, like a little like it's and and they're and they're saying it's yeah. it's a very good way to kind of like position yourself, square yourself up, mm-hmm. and get ready to you know run your where are you going to run? Um, I th- yeah, I I think it's a, a really good. It, it does it sets him and um and he, and he's able to kind of like pick an alley and go with it. I want to go back to the color commentators a little bit because here in this yeah. case we had one uh, wide ex wide receiver from Stanford and one ex Notre Dame uh, radio broadcaster. He was radio broadcasting major or something like Notre Dame. So two different guys, two different generations. The Notre Dame guy was older, 
the other guy went to school. I think he was a roommate, they said, with Larry Fitzgerald. Um, so what I just, as I sit here and look at this, we've got, for Notre Dame's broadcast on NBC, we've got Collinsworth, who's a Notre Dame guy, and we've got Ned Flanners, who has no ties at all to Notre Dame. He's just trying to get his foot in the door at NBC. And I think that's what the problem is, is that NBC, you've, and you've mentioned this before, NBC doesn't care. Uh, they've signed a contract, and they're using that as a stepping stone to train people into the NFL uh, broadcast. Well, and I my, think that's really shitty because there's no there's no ownership from the color commentators. They don't feel like they own the, either team or the broadcast. And so Collinsworth is too chicken shit to, to be a homer because he's afraid he'll get 86 because he's young. And Ned Flanders could give two shits because he's a Texas boy and all he cares about is the freaking Cowboys still. So, no, so I, I totally agree. I, what Notre or NBC does with Notre Dame, it, it's, it's like the, like, ah, it's a contract that we don't really give a shit about, you know? Okay. It's close to Chicago. So they have a lot of production resources. So they, uh, you know, put a jib in there, you know, put a, put a nice like cable cam or whatever. And, uh, you know, yeah, we'll do it up. But when it comes to like, uh, you know, uh, play by play or color, no, you know, we'll give them a little, a little flavor with, with Tariko, but Tariko was just making a transition into NBC anyways from ESPN. So they're like, okay, l- listen, Tariko, you want this job? You want the Sunday night job or whatever NFL? You got to do Notre Dame's, uh, home games. And he's mm-hmm. like, fuck, dude. <laughs> so, all right. I don't know where you're going with the rest of the show, but I'm going to throw this in here now because I'm sure it's something you should probably touch on. Well, it, who, it, but, hey, it's the end of the season, so anything goes tonight. It's it's well, we're still going to do with, this. We're who still going to do this. Play in the bowl game. I'm going to pull up right now the rankings current see, as of the wins losses this weekend. All right, see, see, you're doing me a favor. I can't see a damn thing on your on, on the screen here, so you're going to have to tell me what's what I'm looking at. Um, you can't see. Sh- oh, because it's too far, isn't it? No, it's just to the quality because Riverside's a you know it's it's, it's you right. know the return video is not great. All right, so up here we got Louisville at ten. So we're just yeah. going to drop all the way down. Did they, to where hey, Notre did, Dame is. did they beat Kentucky today? Louisville beat Kentucky thirty-one. No, they lost. Oh, oh no, wait. wait, 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 wait. It says Louisville thirty-one, Kentucky thirty-eight. They lost. Yeah, they lost. The next game They're is against Florida State, December second. They're done. They are done. They're out. Of, they're out of the playoffs. Okay. So, so you got Notre Dame down here at eighteen. Okay. Oh yeah. and so I'm I'm going to eliminate all the ACC teams because they're not going to want Notre Dame to play another ACC team. So you got North Carolina State here at twenty two. They're not going to want to play them. Clemson's down here. No, I think so. It'd be a repeat game. If yeah. Played, they wouldn't play yeah. that. Um. That's really it. So we're looking at. I think Old Miss is a little too tight. They'll go up and play somebody. They won't play down. So we got Oklahoma, LSU. It's the one I'm, I keep eyeballing. Arizona might be a cool matchup because Arizona's hot. Oregon State just lost their head coach to Michigan State tonight. So that might be a good one. But they're 8-4. and four. They lost. They'll probably drop in the rankings. Uh, Iowa, I don't see that. as a, That's the other thing with Notre Dame. They always go for top, you know, top tier like who's going to draw in a bunch of people and iowa's a dump they'll iowa will play probably end up be the one playing end up being sucky and end up playing liberty which sucks but oh well kansas state i don't see him playing kansas state and i don't want to see him play oklahoma state again how many times have they played oklahoma state in a bowl game just that one time or is it it seems like it's been no. two or three times no it's only been that one time but that was like okay. that was that but that was you know what it might be an intriguing matchup because Freeman that was his first bowl loss because he took he took yeah. over for Kelly and uh, and so and, well, that and was, they that had, was last that, year then oh no 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 two, two years, years ago. ago and they had, they had that huge uh, I don't know how big of a lead it was but they had a pretty decent yeah, sizable lead yep game busters yep yeah and second half Oklahoma State came back and beat them um, Tennessee lost and so to no they won. Uh, they're eight and four. I don't know. I don't know. Tennessee could be, I think it's either going to be like Tennessee. I don't know if they're going for Oklahoma state again. It'll be that or Arizona. It's either going to be Tennessee, Arizona, or LSU. I think on four or three, or maybe Oklahoma. They may play way up, but I don't know. That's so pretty What's LSU? Up. What's, what's LSU's record? Same as Notre Dame's nine and three. 
I think you got a winner. I don't see here. What it comes down to too, as well. Um, money. The, well, and, and, money. and, and backstory, but there's all affiliations with these polls. So it's like, if, if this team is going here and that team's going here, then we're pushing this team. Right. there. It's, it's, it has so many conference um, affiliations or whatever. So Notre Dame just kind of drops in wherever. And, um, but that's intriguing. I don't know. There's the game out. I want to see right there. Undefeated Liberty. Who are they playing? Notre Dame Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? Because it, because there won't be any money in that. But that would be fun to watch. I think that'd be. And I being a Notre I Dame think, fan, I, I would laugh wrong. my ass off because I think Notre Dame would could possibly lose that game. That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. And most of the country thinks the same thing. So the fact is that maybe, maybe, just maybe, that game would actually be a big sell. Two lanes in there too. Two lanes, eleven and one. I think no, two, lane two, two lanes not sexy. Get rid of them. Yeah, they're the, the what are they? The green wave. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's I oh. really think it's either going to be Oklahoma, LSU, Arizona, maybe yeah. Oregon State, but I doubt it. Fuck Arizona. Um, well, Oregon State or Tennessee. Now, so Oregon State's coach just. Uh, resigned and now he's signed with michigan state Michigan state which everyone doesn't understand why right because michigan state's got issues well because oh i'll tell you why because i think oregon state's still in the pac 12 (laughs) so they're not doing so they're like a two there's only two teams in the pac 12 right i think it's oregon state and washington maybe i know i think no it's more than that it's look uh, it up look it up but i think cal Cal. oregon state no there's only two Nope, hmm? there's only two. There's only two. There's some there's some teams that went to the ACC now too as well. ACC? It's Atlantic yeah. Coast Conference, not Pacific. Well, Stanford and it's, it's a couple other teams. You got to look it up. So the first teams were it was like uh Big 10, there's some Big 10, there's some Big 12 and then there's uh there's going to be ACC. And so there's only two teams left in that conference. Oh, they're going to add SMU, Tulane, Rice, USF, Tennessee, to Tulsa and that's a desperate move. What? That's the teams that look like they're going to programs Ooh. that could be added. SMU, oh, Tulane, Rice, USF, Memphis. Pac-12? Yeah, I think so. Programs that could be added. San Diego State, blah, 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 blah. Excuse me. That doesn't say. Um, if you can, say? I don't know. If you, if you can get a bunch of uh, teams that, that kind of have that Cinderella type of feel to it. Who knows? I'd be able to make a Cinderella conference. Yeah, I don't know. Washington State, Oregon State, keeping the Pac-10. I swear Cal was in there too. No, and one of the in the Arizonas, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. So, so um, what do you think about Notre Dame's season this year? Obviously, the end of the regular season. Are you disappointed? Oh yeah, big time. I think Hartman was a uh, he was a train. He came on board, uh, came down the came down the tracks, and we were like, "Yeah, this this train's moving." And then somebody, some some knucklehead kid, put a stack of like fifty quarters on the railroad tracks, and it was like a slow uh, mm. derailment over the past like five, six games, something like that. Whenever, when did they lose the first big game? Is that the uh, Louisville game? Maybe they weren't expecting to. Ohio State was probably a wash. We thought maybe that, that was, they would lose that one, but that was a they game that it went either way. It went either way. Right. I mean, that interception, they should have had an interception in the other game, whatever. Right, right. And it's like, hey, that's not a big deal. But then Louisville, everyone was like, what? And then Clemson going to that, like, oh, we're going to win that. Nope, they lost that one. And it's just, and just, and just watching him play, he just, he's not good. I mean, he's, he, he throws, sometimes he throws the perfect ball and sometimes he doesn't throw. He's, he's, he it's I don't know if he's waiting too long to throw it and then he tries to push it. I don't know what it is, but um, you know, the the really light on the whole situation was last week uh in that game where uh peanut butter jelly came in for mop up time and he threw that pass in the right corner of the end zone that looked like he dropped it in the bread basket. And I was like, Yep, I haven't seen Hartman do that at all. Um so 
I yeah, I wasn't that impressed. I was so excited going in, but now I'm like, eh, get his ass out of here. Let him go sh- sell shampoo and let's uh, you know, let's move on. So No, and again, it's it's hard for a quarterback. It is hard for a transfer portal quarterback or anything transfer coming in to play one season and try to a win the team, which you know what a lot of people say he did. Um, you know, win the team over, and he—I think he was a captain. And uh, but you know, and then you got to start to gel with your receivers, and that's that's the biggest thing because if you're not gelling with your receivers, then you know it's going to be a long season, and and it kind of was. I mean, you could see that he couldn't find. He did have uh, what's his name uh, Mitchell, the tight end that he liked to go to. Uh, do, can you remember another receiver that he was? You know, did he? He he didn't. I mean, he did kind of work his progressions here and there. He he did, I think, uh, glue his eyes onto a couple of uh, receivers mm-hmm. a few times. But um, can you name another receiver that he you know that he looked at? Uh, time in, and time no. again, you know. I, no, what, but hap- he was, what, what happened was... to Jaden? What happened to Jaden Thomas? Completely disappeared throughout the. I, I mean, don't the, know the whole he's half not of the even, season. But he's not getting on the field. That's not. That's not. Heartbreaking. No, but that's... he was last year. He's a senior. So he, when he was a junior, he was getting. He got him. I think he was a lead receiver. That dude was like good, and he came into this year with high hopes. And mm-hmm. uh, and then I don't know if he was hurt, but I I did not see him at the end of the last six games do shit. That's you know, and then Tyree Tyree's transformation to a receiver. I you know what he had some he got a couple of great catches tonight right on the you know on the uh, on the sideline with a little mm-hmm. you know a couple uh, toe steps. Um, but you know again he's done he's gone. Who do we have other than, you know, these young guys, uh, Tobias and Merriweather, who hasn't really been exposed needs, at all? There, need, there needs to be better development, I guess. Yeah. So, well, we do have a top five uh, receiver coming in next year, Cam something or other. Um, why can't I think of his name? I can't. Can you look that up? Uh, 2024. Nope. Receiver. Top five receiver. It's Cam something or other. That's his name. Cam something or other. But uh, I've also got the list of p- current players and the tra- quarterbacks in the play and the transfer portal. Uh, CJ Carr, Cam Williams, uh, Glenn, Cam Williams. Glenn Bard, South of Illinois from Glenn Ellen, Illinois, wide receiver, yeah. six foot two, 194 star. Yeah. So same, he, same, basically 96 rating is uh, CJ Carr. So he's a five star uh, receiver coming in next year. So that's going to help us out. Um, Four. But- Four? Oh, a four-star player. I don't. His rating's a four-star. Yeah. Well, he's a top-five receiver, I guess. Um, he committed uh, twenty days after Carr, so yeah, yeah. Those guys are tight. Linebacker DL OT RB. We got a, a Kendron Young from Texas. He's a four-star. We need a big. We need a bruiser again. Payne's not going to freaking last. He'll get. He's going to get broke eventually. Man, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm really really excited about Deuce Knight. I think that dude is going to be the real deal. And um, oh, dude, we got, you got Aeneas Williams next year coming in from Hannibal, Montana. Oh yeah, Aeneas <laughs> Williams is a old. He's like he was like a good uh, defensive player, I think, back in the day. This guy's a four star four star uh, running back though, white dude. M.O. Is that Montana? M.O.? Is that Missouri? No, it's Missouri. Montana's is MT. it Missouri? Yeah, Montana's M.T. Okay, Missouri then. Neilius Williams. Four-star, four 90 rating, running back. St. Louis? Hannibal, Missouri. I don't Hannibal. think that's Missouri. M.O. is Missouri. You sure? Yep. M.I. is in Michigan. Well, duh, M- thanks for helping me out since it's our home. <laughs> well, then what Then what would it be? It would be M-I-M-O or M-T. Not M-T, because that's Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mississippi right. is Missouri. M-S. Missouri is a wacky one. Okay, so we've got a bunch of running backs. Uh, we've got 
Kendra, Kendra and Young from Texas. He's a 93 okay. rating. Wow. We get, uh, we got, and we got more wide receivers too. Micah Gilbert, 90 rating okay. from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. We had Neelius Williams, running back, 90 rating. Right. Logan uh, Saldate, he's a wide receiver, 90 rating out of Salinas, California. All right. Uh, we got a tight end. We don't care about tight ends. They, we, we plant them in the backyard. And they just grow. Yeah, that's it. Okay. There's an edge. I don't know what edge is. That edge rusher? Yeah, defensive, right? Logan Thomas, 6'3", 210, Lakewood, Ohio, 91. Oh, here's another one, too. We got Kendron Young. I already did him. Yeah, I told you about him. That's it. Oh, and then, yeah, Cam Williams. So it's, I don't know. They've got a lot of, I got a lot of offensive players coming down the pipe. I think somebody's going to move over to, uh, look at this, all-time commits. Highest rating, probably. Class of 2007. Who do you think the highest rating was ever of Notre Dame? Not Clawson, right? Yeah, Clawson. Clawson. And then Jalen Smith, Manti Teo. Yeah. That's Sam Young. They were all 2007? No, no, no. Sam Young, yeah. Aaron Lynch. Who's the one, who was the one that Kelly uh, recruited and then he died before he started playing? During that, like he had like a accident and he died. I remember that. I'm really digging. Right. Like he, well, yeah, he had a was, couple of people that died, but that remember that running back that got shot in Miami, but he had left Notre Dame already. Yeah, no, this was loved him. It was like this was like a lineman or something, like a linebacker or something like that. Died. Damn. Ishak Williams. No, you're probably right, and I don't know who it was. Didn't Ishak Williams? Didn't he transfer to Illinois? Seems like he did. No, I think he graduated from Notre Dame, didn't he? Dane Christ never even, he doesn't even have a Notre Dame. He doesn't even have an NFL logo underneath this. got Kansas City Jayhawks because he never made it outside of, never made it outside the college punk. <laughs> sorry. That's no, all right. Um, so what's the final score tonight? 56 to 24, 24 I think. 24? Yeah, 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 I think so. 56 24. Should have been higher than that, which is ridiculous. I don't know what they 56 23. Uh, Estime had a total of uh, 238 yards, four touchdowns, which is impressive. No one came close after that. It was Love and Hartman both had 47 yards total. Yeah. Uh, and then Payne had 35. As many times as we saw Payne run tonight, he had 35 yards. Um, Something else I want to point out is Hartman only threw for 140 yards, two TDs, and an interception. Crap. And then wide receivers. You want to name the wide receivers most yards? Uh, wide receiver. Hold on. Uh, don't, look, wide- don't look. Don't cheat. No, no, no. I'm not. I can't. I can't. I don't have any. I don't even have a way to look. Um, I would say uh, Tyree probably had the most. Tyree had the second most, almost half as much as the number one receiver. Uh, so I'm going to have to go great house. Great House had the fourth most. Oh, shoot. Had them, had Great them House most? had one reception, the one we saw. 15 yards, one reception, touchdown. I um, Don't do it. Oh, Rico. Rico Flores. Nope. I knew you were going to go there. Rico Damn Flores it. had the least amount. One reception, oh. five yards. <laughs> <laughs> You're going the wrong way. I, I did not watch this game at all tonight, did I? <laughs> I did not see it. I, I I don't know if I could have. I would have probably said Flores it, as well. Was it Eli Reedon or whatever? Or the nope. tight end? No, nope. oh, you're God. you're missing somebody. Come on, lacrosse boy. Oh Faison, yeah, yeah. Faison, Faison had three yeah, he receptions. Had the, he, he had the, the most. Catch. He had three receptions. The most receptions. Three. Yeah. Really? 60, wow. Sixty-six yards. His average was twenty-two yards long. Forty-five. Ah. He had one touchdown. I totally forgot that. that I, what was that bomb? That bomb was probably about a good 40, 50 yards, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tyree had 38 yards for two and two receptions, which God, is that's, just ridiculous. It's so, it's so fucking sad. It's so sad. These guys, I, I, I feel, I feel so sorry for, for guys like Tobias Merriweather. Um, you know, Chris Tyree, not really because I think he's a versatile, he can, he can go either way, running back or receiver or whatever. So I think he'll, uh, he'll go in the NFL and, you know, 
He, he might produce some. Uh, some they need uh, a slinger. Rest. They need somebody that can sl- that slings the ball. That just they need they need somebody like a yeah, but who, you know like a Clawson or something. Car. Huh? I mean, maybe it's, it's CJ Car. Maybe it's uh, uh, Minchie. Maybe it's uh, who, we we have no idea because we haven't seen Minchie. And we really haven't seen uh, PB and J in real time situations. I mean, it's really crappy pickup shit. Um, all right, let's talk real quick. Why you're talking about that? Then let's talk about who's in the transfer portal right now. Because well, you talked uh, a couple episodes ago about the quarterback from Duke, right? Yeah. So th- th- they're uh, Leonard Riley. Um, he is. He is not in the transfer portal at this point. Yeah. So um, we got Gavin Duke- Rupp. Who's the court a, a, a quarterback, two star quarterback from Rutgers? You got to remember, some of these guys will actually probably uh, announce after the bowl game. So, sure, um, sure. This is who's announced before. This say. is who's announced this year. So, Rupp announced. Uh, he basically said, "Fuck it, I'm not starting. I'm I'm going transfer." So, September 14th is the first transfer portal announcement by Gavin Rupp, Rutgers. Next guy. All the rest of these were all November. <laughs> November uh, announcements. Spencer Spencer Petras from Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got Joey Yellen from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Both these, both of those guys were three stars. Tyler Show from Texas Tech. So he must be the backup. I'm guessing. Uh, he's a three star as well. Uh, then Matthew Sluka. All right. From where the fuck is this guy? Holy cross. Who gives a shit? Three stars still, though, but Jesus. Uh, and then Max, there's only two more left, so we're getting the end here. Max Braz, Brosmer. He's from New Hampshire. Yep. He's a zero star quarterback. He has no stars, no NA. Damn. And then the last one right here, the one I was telling you about tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Will Rogers from Mississippi State, four-star quarterback. Hmm. So uh, I don't know what his stats are. 6'2", 215. He's a 91 rating. Interesting. Uh, as a transfer, he's the number one quarterback, second overall as a prospect. I don't know what that mean, what that stuff means. I want to say he's got he's got a He's got a lot of. I don't know what year he is. Uh, he's got a lot of. Um, he's got a lot of uh, touchdowns already this year, or in his career. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, well, it could be another. He's a, sen- uh, he's a senior. Okay, he's a senior. So he's got his, another year of eligibility. So what's his record against Alabama? <laughs> I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? I mean, does it really fucking matter? We, I mean, we we have this quarterback right now. It's Sam Hartman. He came out of the ACC, had the most touchdowns, he had the most passing yards, whatever it was, and uh, and he just was not the guy that we were thinking we were getting. I mean, right. he just didn't. He he didn't. He played well against lower level competition, and uh, and he couldn't meet any other expect expectation. And you actually saw his flaws against lower level uh, teams down the road. And um, it just—I don't know. You know, I mean, look—he looked like a nice guy. I'm sure the t- the, the team loved him, and um, and uh, and I'm I'm glad we had him because I don't think we we would have been great anyways without a decent quarterback, and we didn't have anybody under that other than PB and J. So, what are you gonna do? Um, you know, looking beyond that, I think that you know our quarterback situation now is going to be—it's—it's—it's. Uh, it's, it's, I think we're coming of age here. And, uh, you know, we got PB&J. We got um, um, uh, Minchie. We have uh, CJ Carr. Uh, we have Deuce Knight. All these guys in the works in the next two or three years. Um, this year, coming up with CJ Carr coming in right now. And then, you know, and then, I, like, you know, Marcus Freeman's he's pulling in more quarterbacks. So um, I don't think we're going to be hurting anytime soon with quarterbacks. And uh, we got guys that want to come here and play. Uh, like I said before, in a, a, a few podcasts back was, you know, uh, Deuce Knight really wants to be Notre Dame and is really 100% in. You know, a lot of these guys, they'll select a college or whatever team or whatever. It might be an NIL thing. It might just be whatever. 
because it's an SEC or, you know, Alabama or something or, you know, big time competition. But a lot of these guys are, you know, they got their heads on their shoulders and uh, they want the academic part of it. Um, and they want the prestige of, of going to a school like Notre Dame. And, um, you know, they're not too bad as far as like producing NFL talent. Right. Just saying. So, right, right. Uh, he played, they just played Old Miss. And yeah. he went 25 of 39, 207 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, though, either. Yeah, he played. He just, so he's, this guy's just flat out. I played at Mississippi. Again, for, again how did he do against Alabama? Mother trucker. I mean, I, it's, I'm it's, digging on, I'm digging on the website. I got to dig, I got to figure out their, got to pull the number one team in the SEC and, and figure it out. And, um, yeah, Florida State's pretty good too. So, Let's see how he did against Florida State. Yeah, I'm trying to find the website I'm on here is not uh, is not um, doing very good in terms of uh, displaying their their each game. All right, here here. here. Here's his specific uh, stats throughout the year. So I started off, let's see, the um, yards, 227. Ooh, look at this. South Carolina, at South Carolina, although they lost 37-30, he threw for 487 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He's not a big touchdown thrower sometimes. Three <laughs> A lot of yards, no touchdowns. That's that's really disappointing to me. It's Did he play to... Western Michigan or West? I'm Western, assuming his... he played Western Michigan. I'm assuming his running back had five TDs that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they played Alabama, uh, lost forty to seventeen. He threw 107 yards, <laughs> oh, one God. touchdown, three interceptions. <laughs> yeah, so this guy, I don't know. I don't think he's. Uh, although, who's coaching at Mississippi State? You know, it might be. A, I don't know who the coach is. It's some chump, probably. It's not. Uh, it's. I. I get it confused with Old Miss. Old Miss is where uh, the old USC offensive coordinator is, Lane Staley, um, Tosh Point Oh, or whatever his name is. <laughs> I call him Lane Staley. Lane Staley. It, who, who's it? It's it's in Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, yeah. Lane Lane oh, Kiffin. Yeah. It's uh, I always call him Tosh Bueno. Um, it looks like Tosh, uh, whatever Tosh's fucking name is. Uh, yeah, they are not very good. They beat uh, Southeast Louisiana. They beat Arizona. They beat Western Michigan, and they beat uh, University of Southern Mississippi. Oh, that is USW. Yep, Southern Miss. So their ra- their record is five and six right now. And he's, uh, yeah, he's everybody out of the state of Mississippi. So, yeah, that might not be a good pickup. I don't know if they want to pick somebody up. They got Carr coming in. They got three quarterbacks. Light them all up. Give them all a green light oh. to play and just do it. Let it go. Use, um, use, I, I, you know, it, it might be advantageous not to use the uh, transfer portal for such specialized skill athletes. Um, wide receivers, running back, um, quarterback. I mean, unless you find a gem, who, who, who have you seen in the transfer portal has turned out to be like, uh, what's his face? The now Denver Broncos quarterback he used to be the Seattle Super Seattle Supersonics, Jesus, Seattle, Seattle Seahawks quarterback. Uh, he was the Wisconsin and South Carolina quarterback. Uh, what Russell Wilson? No okay. one's, no one's, no one's held a team. I mean, and Russell didn't like light it up at Wisconsin when he trans after he transferred, but he held that team pretty good. I mean, it may be advantageous not to touch on these skill athletes and rather go for like these, you know, linebackers, oh. offensive linemen, shit like that. You know. I mean, I th- I think Russell Wilson uh, uh, he took him to a Big Ten championship, didn't he, or something? I yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He that's did, what I'm saying he, he's he did I, he did produce. I mean, not national championship, but I'm, what no. I'm saying is that like he was he was like he's the, the one exception. Yeah, I don't know yeah. anybody. Look at Caleb Williams. I mean, right. transfer portal kind of following his old coach, but 
He's kind of sucking this year. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, um, LSU quarterback actually, Jaden, whatever his name is. Uh, that pro- that's probably one of them right there. Yep. Oh, here's another one because uh, he came from Arizona State. Burrow, Burrow's a transfer out of Ohio yeah, State yeah. down to LSU. Yes. So there are some. I mean, you can get lucky, but it's almost like you're gambling. You know, I just don't yeah. know. I just don't know. Well, when your when your program doesn't have a quarterback to begin with, um. You get desperate. You get really desperate. Well, if you don't play the motherfucker, how do you know you don't have a quarterback? All right. Well, <laughs> play peanut and butter and jelly. I mean, Jesus. That's, that's what we keep Touchdown, doing. Touchdown, Jesus. We got Jack Cohn. We got now, we get, you know, Hartman. Now we're thinking about another transfer. And it's like, geez. Oh, yeah. I mean, you need to put these, the, you know, the feet to the fire here and let these guys play. But I don't know. Maybe they will, uh, you know, see something in CJ Carr um, coming in. Who knows? I doubt it. I doubt you're going to see something now, CJ Carr, in the first year. Um, but as far as um, Deuce Knight, I think that guy's got real potential to really kind of make some some uh, some noise when he uh, when he starts fall camp. Who's to the fuck's Deuce Knight? Deuce Knight. He is a uh, 2025. Oh, he's uh, 25, commit. not 24. Yeah, so we got another year before we see him. Um, and then, which is intriguing too, is we didn't really talk about uh, Dante Moore might be uh, entering the transfer portal. Uh, looks like Chip Kelly might be fired as a UCLA football coach if he hasn't been already. I don't know. I want to check the wire on that one. You know, um, Deuce Knight the, is not the number one commit out of, in 2025 with Notre Dame, right? Did you know that? No, the 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 number one overall commit, like the no, highest rated. Like no, I didn't. I, no, I didn't think so. I think I think Deuce Knight was a four star. He is really? a four star, but there's somebody yeah. rated above him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who he is. Tight end, James oh, Flanagan. James. Oh damn! Another sounds like another yeah. Notre Dame player <laughs> that would have played like yeah. a couple years ago. Well, it looks. It sounds like a guy that played in the eighties. Flanagan. Yeah. Tight yeah. end, 90, rated the same amount, 91, four stars is Deuce Knight. Right, and, well. see, and see, after that, you got C.J. May coming in that year. He's an athlete. 6'4", 225, athlete. God damn. Well, what else we got to talk about in this uh this podcast we've, we've gone over the limit. Uh, yeah, well, it's, I, a, it's a last it's last podcast for the football season. We're going to keep doing this for basketball, and we've got to lead up until the to the bowl game anyway. So we'll keep doing them. I think as long as you want to do it, clutch. I think it's you know yeah. Try to try to grow this podcast a little bit, and um, so we're going to talk Notre Dame football. We'll probably you know talk about you know, Nordam football all year round. I mean, it's always something that's going on with Nordam football. So, so yeah. So Notre Dame's basketball team plays South Carolina at home. No, I'm sorry. At South Carolina. I've come to Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday at 7 PM. Yeah. What, what's the date on that, please? That's the 28th of yep, November. 20th. Yep. Yep. And, uh, that will be another Notre Dame loss. So just, on my, on my, on my, on my crusade. And they got Miami, Miami after that, right? Miami is yep. right after that. Oh, That'll be another man. loss. Play Western oh. Michigan on the fifth. They'll win that. So you don't think, you don't think they're, they're capable of beating South Carolina. I don't think they're capable of beating anybody. That's South Carolina's on conference. Well, they already have Oregon or oh, 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 uh, Oklahoma state. They beat them by two in overtime. So yeah, yeah. still a power five. Still a power yeah, five. No, you're right. You're right. I said 10. I, I went through, remember, I went through and counted. And when they, right. they start ACC play, they will have five wins. That gives them five more wins in, during ACC play to, 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 to stay within my, my prediction. Any more yeah. than that, then I've, I've lost. But I don't think they'll, they'll win five games in ACC play. You'd have to admit, though, that I th- you're you're more excited about this group of guys than you have <laughs> been in the past with Braves guys. These, these guys look like they they can play ball as freshmen, and they got multiple freshmen that can actually play pretty well and hold their own. Um, you know, it'll be telling once the ACC uh, 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 play begins. I am the most excited I've ever been for a ten win basketball team. Yes. Uh, yeah, and it's, mo- it's it's mostly because I don't know any of the players other than right. Arizona and uh, Larry Bird, 
Um, <laughs> right. Cause I can't remember his name. Kaczynski or whatever his name is. Um, St. Joe kid, but uh, yeah, it's fun to watch them. It's different. Um, J.R. Kaninsky. 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 Yeah. Yes. AKA Larry Bird. Yeah. I, I, you know, I want to see them. I want to see them develop and it's going to be interesting watching them, but we've already seen a little bit of development between uh, when they played the, um, the Auburn game. And then when they played the Oklahoma and Maryland yeah. game. So we've seen that development already kick in a little bit. Um, I'd want, I'd, I'd like to, I'm hoping by ACC play, maybe I'm hoping that they've got a little bit more organization uh, rather than, Hey, er, Hey, uh, Shrewsbury's hot from the corner. So let's all start shooting threes. Yeah. That's, right, right. that's, that's the brain mentality. Well, um, and that's, you know, everybody likes to shoot threes now. So that you got to, we have a six ten as a carry booth who loves shooting threes. And, um, and you had mentioned, you're like, why are you shooting a three? But the dude's got, he's got range. He's got range, but yeah. you got to prove that you got mid range. You got short range. Got to work those in. Right. Got to work both the mid and short range in. I do think that, uh, I'll know you'll, you'll, I think you'll be able to tell when there's a great Notre Dame team, basketball team, when they start throwing the ball down, dunking like madmen, because, yeah. We haven't had a team like that in a while. Once in a while, we get one of those big guys like Heron Gody that would just throw one down. But I want to see somebody go down and like just, you know, just Michael Jordan their ass and dunk on them. And, and that doesn't happen. Usually they're stuffs, which are the soft. Uh, it's almost like putting out a napkin for somebody before you dunk on them to make sure that they soak up any dribble or something like that. it's like it's like it's like wow. being polite i i don't know how else to describe it but a dunk wow. is like in your face a stuff is like pardon me i'm gonna put this ball through the hoop aggressively and then the and stuff right. happens <laughs> you're right you're absolutely right and there should be uh practice there should be a, pr a portion of practice that is geared towards mean dunks. nasty dunks and if if you don't then you gotta run laps like, mm -hmm. like, no, you're, you're, I want a mean, nasty dunk. Mm -hmm. uh, so Zona went up for one of the last game and it was terrible. He didn't go up for a dunk. He should have dunked and he mm -hmm. ended up shooting this weird freaking shot and ended up going like banking off the backboard five, uh, whatever. And then, um, Burton, Burton's too small and he went for a breakaway and just laid it up, which was smart. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're going to see some dunks, uh, carry booth. I think there was a couple bricks too as well um you know guys got it's got that they got to practice that move a little bit you know who i think would be a good dunker if he came down on a fast break would be larry bird he has that that yeah. walk like he's you know back from the day uh not it's a nonchalant kevin kevin, like, kevin marvel kind of like walk yes. Yes, he, he he has a very nonchalant like you know he would dunk in and wouldn't be fancy but it, you know that like that dude meant it like boom mm -hmm. kind of throw it down but not shallowly throw it down see i was hoping burton when i've seen him play i'm like you know could he throw one down kind of like um uh god i just had his name on the tip of my tongue and i lost it um i could jump off Iver some alec 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 ai what's yeah, his first alan, name alan iverson. alan iverson yeah, yeah. wow i'm dumb well alan iverson would do that sometimes he'd come down and just dunk one you know when he had a fast break and he that I think that same play if you, you jumped off about. somebody's back and somebody got, uh, you know, on all fours and he jumped off somebody's back. Maybe I bet but, you could dunk. I just don't think he's going to do it. Cause he's three inches shorter than Allen Iverson. Allen yeah. Iverson's my height and your height. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's Bert, Burton's five eleven. Right. Right. He's like yeah. Wayne. He's like, he's like a tall Wayne. Got to build up that confidence. You got to build up the confidence to get one in. And uh, once you get that first one in, then it becomes, a little easier down the road. Uh, I don't know. So um, see, see, and Larry good. Bird's six seven. He's like Michael Jordan height. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bird was six nine, so he's a little bit shorter than Bird. I think was Bird, Bird six, was nine? taller than Jordan. Yeah, he's like six nine or six ten. Hmm. Yeah, he's tall. All right, so yeah. we got a game coming right. up, South Carolina on, on uh, Tuesday, the twenty eighth. Today, uh, well, by the time this comes out, it'll be a couple of days before that. So uh, 
you know, go Irish. And uh, as far as football goes, hey, great season. And um, I'm looking forward to the bowl game. It's always fun to see, you know, see some guys play that you haven't seen play. And uh, I think that's exactly what we're probably going to see, hopefully. You know, because I don't know if Sam Hartman will be around. I don't know if Audric Estime will be around. Um, Ooh, yeah. Hartman will be around. What the hell is he leaving early for? Shampoo commercials? Come well, on. You know, I, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens, but maybe, maybe not. Uh, one last Alexa uh, ask if you, if you got it in your clutch. Hey, Alexa, please put any other team other than LSU as a bowl game on my shopping list. Oh, my gosh. Team other than L. S. U. As a bowl game added to shopping list. If that wasn't right, just was that say, on purpose? Alexa, remove that. If you would have said B, BYU, do you think she would have said it the same way? B. Is, why? No, you. do it right now. Do it right now. Ask it. Because I think she did it on purpose. I think she did <laughs> LSU on purpose. She did that on purpose. Oh, what am I doing? Adding it to the shopping just, list? No, no, just ask her to say BYU. Hey, Alexa, can you say BYU? The BYU Cougars football yep. team is Told a college you. football program ah. representing Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah. Hey, Alexa, can you say LSU? LSU is an abbreviation yeah. for Louisiana State no, University. No, I think she, okay, so make her say something BYU because I think she was saying that. The LSU Tigers are the university's athletic team, and they compete in college football. Hey, Alexa, put BYU on my shopping list. B Y U. Add it to your shopping fine, list. Fine, fine. Hey Alexa, remove BYU from my shopping list. I've checked off B Y U from your shopping list. Okay, thanks. I'm in my face. Thanks, I appreciate it, Alexa. You dirty bitch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, dude. I saw. I watched. Uh, it was a replay of a game they were playing the week before, and um, one of his receivers totally whiffed on a on a pass, and uh, and oh my god, it was old school Brian Kelly. He just like catch the fucking ball, catch the fuck, and he's just like screaming. I'm like, God, this guy. You you watch the NFL is starting to get a little boiling in some places, and if uh, like remember I said, I predicted ahead of time if. Um, Belichick gets 86 at New England. Watch. Kelly will be – I have a feeling Kelly's looming for that job. Uh, wait I don't know if Kraft would hire him. I don't know if that's the right pick. but uh, Can you be a mean old man to people that make millions and millions of dollars? Oh, I, I, I 100% don't think he'll, he'll pan out in the NFL at all. Well, Zero. Yeah. Although, here's the con- – he's a coach. He knows how to coach. He's like Weiss. I don't know Weiss never, why Weiss never went back really in the NFL. But he's a coach. He's not a recruiter. So right. that's that's really what you're looking and, for. So and, and he's a weird fucking dude. He's he's a character. I mean, any guy that gets up in front of, you know, thousands of LSU Y'all. fans and, and starts talking in Southern. <laughs> when he's not Southern, he's from fucking Boston. It's just weird. Yeah. But, you know, it's just just that's Brian Kelly. It's just he, he's a fucking odd dude. He's 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 weird because he's like it, it's contrast like he. He, he seems like when he was at Notre Dame, very upstanding, blah, 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 you know, you know, very proper and everything else. And then like all of a sudden he gets down and he's, he's like crawdaddy down in fucking LSU. Crawdaddy. Right. And, uh, and you know, he, whatever. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, he's playing to the people. That's fine. Whatever. Love you, Brian Kelly. Anyways, uh, th- that does it for another edition of Broish. Uh, two brothers talking Notre Dame football. This is the end of the first, technically the first season. I don't know. Maybe we're just, no, I guess we're fishing out until 2024 starts, right? Right. Let's just say that. We're going to start. <laughs> oh, God. That was a, that's a trimmed up Sam Hartman, by the that way. Was when he got, that's when he first like signed mm-hmm. with Notre Dame. Anybody who's listening on uh, Spotify, just the audio, it was a very trimmed up Sam Hartman. And uh, he, he kind of looked like he was like coming from like Games of Thrones or something. So um, anyways, uh, very square. That. Yeah. Well, that's that's Games of Thrones as well. I mean, yeah, they both he had very majestic beards and, yeah, and looks as well. Like, yeah, oh, shit. Oh, 
All right. well, uh, this is okay. this, this is a dumpster fire podcast at the end of the season, but. Hey, well, you know what, Clutch? Thank you for a, a great uh, first football season. And uh, so maybe this is like, uh, this is season 1A. 1B will be Notre Dame basketball. We'll get to season two next fall. All right, go Irish. Love you guys. If you're, if you're listening, I, I, we love you. Uh, keep listening. Thanks. <laughs> Got reason and